I thought the guys were going to be here with me. I didn't know I was doing the whole show alone. What the hell? St. Louis. Why did I come here? I should have just stayed in Oregon. Boring. <laughs> What's up, oh, guys? What's up, guys? Oh, hey. First things first, can you hear us? We have a different audio setup tonight. So we need to make sure that you guys can hear us. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we're live. <laughs> we're live. <laughs> we'll get the feedback from the uh, audience here in a second. Um, so, as you can tell, things are a little different tonight. What's up, Barry? How's it going? Um, what's up, Allison? Welcome what's to up? welcome to St. Louis. Hi, Allison. <laughs> St. Louis. It's pretty hot and muggy here. <laughs> Wish I would have known that. Yep. We didn't even know she was coming. We ran, <laughs> we ran into her at the grocery store. I'm like, you yeah. Come like, oh, hey. <laughs> Is that what you're calling Krispy Kreme these days? <laughs> you're not the supposed to disclose store. that. Krispy Kreme is the grocery store. <laughs> yep. Got a dozen eggs, aka yeah. donuts. We got this shit. Yeah. Got the vaccine and got some free Krispy Kremes. Yeah. Yep. We got the vaccine to get this. Actually, so I just got back from Florida, our Gulf Shores, and uh, getting my Uber, I noticed they had an option that you can click uh, pick a ride or find a ride, or you can click vaccine. What? And if you click vaccine, they don't charge you for the ride because they know they're coming to pick you up to take you to get your Are vaccine. Are you serious? Wow. It's an actual, it's That's an, an actual, actual option, yeah. Oh my goodness. Wow. <clears throat> Was it worth it? Did you do it? Uh, yeah, it was free, right? Yeah, free. <laughs> yeah I'm totally going to the vaccine. <laughs> no, Why full not? disclosure, there was no Ubers available, so my dad had to drive me to the airport at 4.30 a.m., so. Oh, dang. <laughs> really? You have a good dad. I do. I do. Yeah, you do. Good to have good folks. What's up, guys? Thanks for joining us tonight. Um, yeah, we just thought we'd go live and have some fun with you guys while Allison was in town. She just got back from Egypt. Yes. And she's going to tell us all about that. It's I'm excited to hear about. It. She just told us a little bit, but apparently some big stuff happened while she was there. She got to go meditate inside the Great Pyramid. I, I did. I did. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, really quick before we um, jump into all that, guys, guys who are planning on going to Sedona for the Family of Light gathering, the Great Family of Light gathering, they're having a flash sale right now. Tickets are. $220 for this weekend only. So uh, I don't even know when it ends, but if you were on the fence about going and you couldn't afford it, um, it's basically over $100 cheaper than the actual ticket price uh, for this weekend only. So if you want to come and hang out with us, Aaron and I will be speaking there. Um, I Maybe Allison will make an appearance. I that will be camping. <laughs> I mean, maybe I won't be. Maybe I'll be there. Buy uh, the ticket. Yeah. <laughs> maybe um, I'll be there. <clears throat> I, need, I need to either host a show or read the chat one or the other oh yeah <laughs> um she's alexa says tell allison to come yeah um i didn't put any information in the uh, description below because i forgot but i'll have the link for the conference and everything else below whenever we're done yeah see got a link um if anyone in the chat any of our mods who's in here i don't even see any of them uh, oh, Jace, Jace, if you're there, put it, uh, put the link for the conference, please. And um, yeah, so tell us about your trip. Okay, it was awesome. Call him, call him, temple, temple, pyramid, pyramid, pyramid. And then back home. 
back home. <laughs> well, that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. That was awesome. No, it was an amazing trip. And um, it was through this company that's been around for uh, 30 plus years who has been, they, it's called Power Places. And um, they go all over the place, all over the world and do tours of these amazing sites. And um, they had stopped for a couple of years because of the, of the a death in the family. And so this was a return to, to going on tours again. And when they go to Egypt, they have this very famous Egyptologist. And um, he, so there are thousands upon thousands of Egyptologists and they get a certificate. And, they, and so each certificate is numbered and his was 80. So he's wow. been, he's been an Egyptologist and been leading tours and, and guiding people um, for, for over 40 years. His name is Emil Shaker. This dude <laughs> was so amazing. He knew every palm to Greece. He knew exactly what to do. He like, this is the man you want to be on a tour with. He got us into every place, almost every site that we went to would normally have thousands upon uh, thousands of people going through. Some of them were like 10,000 people. Some of them were 20,000 people a day. We got the whole site to ourselves. Wow. 90% of the places we went, we got to ourselves. There was 15 of us who went. So it was very, it, we didn't realize going into it I went with uh, two of my cousins and we did not realize going into it, like what type of trip this was. We had no clue. We just thought we were going to Egypt. And I had messages beforehand because um, I do meditations every day. And I got messages about this trip and how important it was and um, that I needed to bring certain offerings to certain sites. Right. And it was very specific, bring 16 offerings. I didn't even count to see how many sites we were going to. Didn't do any of the math because I know not to make logical sense of whatever messages I get, right? That's super important for me personally. Like why, not, why is that? Because that gets the, you know, the front mind involved trying to make mm -hmm. logic out of it and like try and, and not letting it unfold in the beautiful natural way. So that's what they say anyway, though. As soon as you like, oh, as soon as you go away from against your gut, you're already overthinking. Right. Right. And that's where mankind has gone wrong years ago. You know? So I, I knew not to check. I was like, I know myself well enough to not be like, okay, why? Why 16? I was just like, shit, I got to find 16 things to bring. And, uh, <laughs> and, and I was like, well, maybe I should go shopping, like at the crystal store or anything. I didn't do that. I was doing other things all the time. And then, then I looked around my house and I was like, crystal, crystal, ring, this, that, necklace, all these things, all these rocks and stuff. And those were going to be my offerings. So we go on this trip and it's utterly amazing, utterly beautiful. And, um, we get to go to the Sphinx alone at sunrise and normally the whole public is is like outside fence outside away from the Sphinx like uh, it's it's down below you have to walk down to get to the Sphinx so they don't even go down below the, the public we were down we got to touch the Sphinx take pictures with it go between its paws there's a whole like stilla there did you find a hidden entrance there was a, there was a, there was a hole. That goes to I'm the not going to tell records. you where the hole was. <laughs> we found a hole. <laughs> we walked around the Well, there, there's old pictures where there's one directly on top of his head. 
then there's that one little boy who like remembered his past life and he said that like the entrance is like behind the ear right i i don't know so and then and then a team had come like a couple years before and had inserted a camera a camera in the hole and they had, <laughs> they had dr- <laughs> stop it <laughs> they had drilled a hole on the side uh, like where it sits not into the sphinx but into the ground and they had inserted um a telescopic camera in there and uh so that hole (laughs) (laughs) was that no you weren't even mentioning a hole i don't know why i went no i was i was i was was, (laughs) you said entrance i was the entrance entrance to the hole yeah Yeah, Uh, i found a hole and it, I, well, I did I've, not go in. I've heard the entrance to the hall or no, the hall of records um, is like in, in another dimension. So even if you were to mm. like dig for it, it wouldn't be there, but it exists just outside of that our- was in that was interest. That's actually interesting because when I was there, I was um, I was like leaning against the Sphinx and like ta- and, like connecting to it, you know, in my in my way, mm-hmm. <laughs> licking it. No, I'm just kidding. Just connecting <laughs> yeah. you to it. They're like, why are you licking it? Don't worry, it's my process. Anyway, this is my process, dang it. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> anyway, uh, and then I got this hit that uh, there's there's like a hall of records, right? One below and one in another dimension, right above one of the paws. One below a paw, one above. So it's interesting that you're just saying that mm-hmm. because it was like it's right here. They were showing me it's right here, but you can't you can't access it. Yeah. Maybe next trip. But there is, <laughs> I bet you there's some, I, I mean, that, that has a lot to do with like raising our vibration, right? Because essentially mm-hmm. you would think if you were at the right frequency, you would actually be able to access it. Right. So it's interesting how that works. Right. Yeah. So it was, it was not available, but apparently it's there. It's there. Something is there. You can feel it. Oh man, the whole, everybody who was in this, in this um, tour, it was 15 people, lovely, amazing people every single one of them just cried cried when we got there really yeah it was it was powerful man it was powerful mm. so well, yeah that, that's like probably all you guys like purging the land like the land the energy there like it's part of the healing process of the land i would guess it it was a mix it yeah. was a mix you could tell it like br- brought some stuff up in some people just you know mm-hmm. whatever it took them to get there what it meant for them it was all coming up it was all coming up and it was just so powerful to to see that everybody was going through their process and then there's me like scratching and sniffing and licking the things <laughs> <laughs> hey that's what i do no um it was it was it was an amazing amazing journey and um and it tied like the messages i got about these sites and what i was supposed to do there tied into a, a session I got about how how we're supposed to go around and, and go to these sacred sites that we're being called to and, and start healing them with our energy, with our intent, with our love. And, and it needs to come from humans because humans are the ones that that hurt these sites, right? Mm-hmm. That closed them down in a lot of ways. And so so the healing of it needs to come from humans. And so I felt like I'm doing my small part my small part and the and a side story to that is that when I, w- I was recently in Kansas um, taking part in a BQH beyond quantum healing course with Candace Craw Goldman and there were a couple other practitioners there um, 
the sisters, um, Diana and Donna McMurdy, and they were there and uh, they were talking, we were, we were sharing stories and they were saying, well, we're, we're actually going to Egypt in October. And I was like, no way I'm going, I'm going in June. And we were, we looked at our, our trip and 90% of the locations match where we were going. Wow. And then we, we did uh, meditations on it. I did a meditation on it. I was like, well, why are they, why are they going to Egypt too? Like there's some sort of thing here. And so, so it said in the meditation that I'm supposed to go first and put, lay down, lay down an energy, energy signature of my own when I go. And, and then um, with my cousins, my two cousins were there too. And they were adding to that. And uh, then Donna and Diana were going afterwards and they were going to build on top of that, that energy signature at these sites. And it's all for healing. It's all, it's all for that. And I know every, I, I know so many people out there feel attracted to certain areas and they feel called to certain areas. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and please follow through with that and go through it and, even if you look super weird doing it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> in I, your own way. <laughs> I was at the I was at the park the other day, and I decided I was gonna hug this tree with people around. And I like old ver the old version of me would have never done that, right. you know. But I was just like let go, and I was like, I don't care what they think, you know. And I did, I I did look goofy, I'm sure, but yeah, you did uh, it though. Real quick, you started a licking joke. I lick I lick this interview a lot. Hit the lick, <laughs> hit lick. Yes. <laughs> instead of like hit lick my friends <laughs> oh amazing. i like you guys so much <laughs> yeah, i like you guys so much um so you were there for like two weeks then i was there for two weeks that's a two long weeks. time well i got diarrhea from licking this sphinx so I had to <laughs> is that for real no <laughs> Oh my god. No, I was on a tour. Uh no, we were going all over the place and and so we were going to all these certain sites and uh it culminated with the Great Pyramid at the very end of it. But we we flew a couple times um and then we went then we took this ship up the Nile um and it was it was just amazing, absolutely amazing. We were going to all these temples and these temples you wouldn't believe how vibrant they still are when you go inside and some of these tombs, the paintings look like they were done yesterday. I mean, they are unreal. And, and there is, um, it's everywhere, everywhere you look, your, your eyes can't grasp how detailed this stuff is. And it, it was crazy. The whole tour was crazy because we found out, we were like, why are there, why are there police everywhere? Like always in front of us. It took us a couple of days to realize we had a police escort the whole time we were there. Oh, wow. Like, clearing the roads, clearing the path for our tour. Because of this Egyptologist? Because, yeah. Because of him? Yeah, because they... Because like, of so 80? Crazy. I was like... Number 80? What? Yeah, because number 80. This dude... <laughs> <laughs> this dude is so funny. He's so funny. And he, like, says things like, how do you think they made it? How do you think they made it? Do you think they really built it? Or was it the aliens? Like, he says <laughs> stuff like that. So I was like... <laughs> I, I lick him so much. I that's, so much. That's, that's actually amazing that he, he presents that all, the alternative. He really does. And I wonder, I'm sure he does that with all the groups, hopefully. Yeah, I think so. I think, I think the more comfortable he feels, the more he lets his little freak flag fly, you know, and uh, he was a funny one, man. Yeah, Emil Shaker, these, this tour was 
bananas. This guy knows like Jerry, like he partied with Jerry Garcia from the Grateful Dead back in the day. He knows like Greg Braden. He knows, um, he knows so many people from the spiritual community, from the party community. Like the he was talking community. about- He bridges them all. He yeah. bridges them all. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, we connected on a dirty joke level. Like, oh <laughs> my God. Where he was like my spirit animal. So, but yes, he he shows you things that are that are um, all over the pyramids. That are, not the pyramids, but the temples that you you wouldn't see. You would just wouldn't. It wouldn't make sense to you. So he so he fills in the gaps. And then, well, I shouldn't say this online. <laughs> Damn, well, you can't just leave us hanging. Oh, so, yeah, man, you can't he only that. pointed no. out like early on. He pointed out like what the sign for fertility was in the in these hieroglyphs and it was always some dude with a a crystal a hard crystal anyway oh. <laughs> and I couldn't after that I was like damn it Emil because then stop. I couldn't stop seeing it everywhere everywhere you go there's like boner 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 <laughs> and it, in the, like two four thousand year old boner you're like everywhere <laughs> just like yeah, oh they really God. celebrated fertility. I'll tell you that Egyptian much. So anyway, you know, I, I loved it because the that stuff's so funny to me. So then I can not see it. It's like when you buy a car, oh right? My God, you're yeah, it's true. <laughs> That's a good good segue. It's like when you buy yeah, a car and you see that car. You buy a car, you see that car everywhere, you know. So yes, it was very spiritual for me. Um, you know what's cool spiritual though? Spiritual boners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sacred sexuality. Sacred boners. Yep. Sacred. Uh, what are we talking about man. now? Oh yeah. man. Anyway. Yeah, how did we... So if you really want to see some cool stuff, you should go. <laughs> you should go on this tour. Oh man. The, he, he's uh, somebody said, "Do not lick the boner." Wait, no, you don't lick that one. You don't lick that one. I'll tell you much, man. That thing is covered with sand, <laughs> grit in your teeth for days. Oh my God, are you? Are you a? Well, the Sphinx is covered in sand too. Don't don't. Are get you me a wrong. hypnotherapist or are you a comedian? I am both. <laughs> She's a hypno comedian. Yeah, I'm hypnotizing you guys to laugh right now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know what's interesting? You know the, the the book, the ancient secret of the flower life that's up on our coffee yeah. table. Yeah, right? yeah, we actually were yeah through it. So it's, in that book, they they claim that uh, within some of the temples and on some of the artwork and stuff in, in Egypt is that the key to time travel basically, mm -hmm. and it has everything to do with like a ninety degree turn. And I don't remember it. I'm not doing it justice, but. Um, you can find all that stuff if you know how to decipher it like essentially like the answer to time travel is right there and are not necessarily time travel but how they were able to travel right this. yeah right yeah interesting mm -hmm. interesting stuff yeah I, I I just think there's so much information there that uh I mean you could spend you could spend your whole lifetime and be intrigued be constantly entertained be just you know just jaw dropped on the ground by what I mean the just the just the painting the design everything and um I know I know it's been studied endlessly but whew, and it is it is amazing it is and the feelings that you get from from these places and the people the people were wonderful so um 
so warm and so quick to laugh the, the Egyptian people it was it was wonderful and they said that they're just so ready for for people to come back and go on these tours you know um that Egyptian people are ready to have tourists were, back were there yeah so I, I was just getting ready to ask you that I guess there was a period where they weren't seeing much um activity right right all. for yeah. over a year many people had to stay home just stay home and even the the Egyptologist said that he you know him and his wife stayed home for over a year she hadn't left the house in almost a year and a half because wow. they're so they were so scared um they're they're elderly and stuff so they had their own level of of comfort you know that some of us you know it's a little bit different but uh yeah so it, it was really important for for us to go back there and we felt really grateful for you know the graciousness of the people and um and yeah we were we were planting like awesome crystals everywhere we went saying prayers and and feeling feeling all the feels like we've talked about this before i don't really feel a lot of things a lot of times um you know i don't i don't really have to you know, I'm not waylaid by it, but like you guys, you guys are both like pretty hardcore empaths. Um, yeah, I'm I know curious, it's really but... hard sitting next to you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The joy is overwhelming, yeah. isn't it? Um, so... You have to expand on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, you know, it's a blessing and a curse at the same time because depending on the type of energy you're around, um, mm -hmm. it's, it's impossible to ignore. I, and I know people out there can agree you know that's just part of this whole awakening finding out that you weren't you know you were different that's just because it's a gift it's not that you right. had a problem you know right and um but i was going to ask you really quick what was it like being in the great pyramid so we ended the, so yeah the the it was it was great was no. <laughs> <laughs> no we ended we ended uh the the tour with the great pyramid and we we had to wake up at two o'clock in the morning to go at sunrise to the great pyramid and the day we we went was the day of the solar eclipse and a uh, new moon so it's just a couple weeks ago and and um we got the whole pyramid to ourselves and we went it Man, it smells like pee when you first walk in, though. I'll tell you that. Much. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was telling really this the Aaron the other day. Like I was pee. like, "Whoa, that pee smells strong when you walk in." Somebody like doesn't want to exit the pyramid to go take a bathroom break. I'll tell you. Maybe that's their security system. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't work because we were there. We were yeah. like, "Ah, screw it. Yeah. We'll, we'll walk through pee to get to there." Anyway, so so it is absolutely amazing. It is so. Oh, I, to, to walk up these, it's like a 45 degree angle uh, stairway that you walk up or ramp that you walk up. And then um, then they, they've built it magically. So you have to duck way down. You almost have to like taco yourself way down to get through these tunnels to get into, into the chambers. So we go, we go up to get into the King's chamber. And, um, and it was weird because you would think that in the Great Pyramid, there would be like, hieroglyphs and like all those beautiful paintings and stuff like we saw at all these other places none of that there was none of that it just felt very stark there was a sarcophagus like where that they had um that they had kept in there and you could actually go inside the sarcophagus where the where the tomb apparently the tomb was for this king Khufu, i believe um 
anyway, uh, I didn't go in that. I was like, no, no, that's, no, 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 thank you. We've anyway, all seen the mummy. We don't need to curse. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, so we're in this chamber and we're all, we all know to kind of have a reverence for it, right? And, and be kind of quiet. And, um, and I start meditating and I'm, I'm sure many other people did, but my eyes were closed. So I wasn't like, you know, yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> what, are they, what are they doing over there? And, and it's all stone, right? So after a while, it hurt your little ankle bones to meditate like oh, that on yeah. stone. So I just whoop, laid down. And my cousin has this picture of everybody, everybody in the whole tomb was just laying down meditating after a while. We are all just feeling it. And you can tell that when you're in there, it just amplifies. Boof, boof, boof. Whatever you're feeling, whatever you want, your intent or whatever is coming up in you is being amplified in the in in this area, in this tomb, in this pyramid. It was so well, the, bananas. The first thing that comes to mind is um, the sound. Like, is it just dead silent in there? Like it was it was dead silent. You could hear. So the so the guards every every tomb, every pyramid every temple and everything has guards in it and um, they all have AK forty sevens and everything and, and like AR fifteen rifles and stuff they were they were at the entrance clear down like clear down this thing all the and then after a couple turns and stuff you could hear what they were saying okay it was it was like a like I said, everything was amplified. Yeah, so it was okay. almost like it was broadcasting what they were saying. I didn't understand what they were saying because they, they were speaking Egyptian. But uh, I was yeah, just, I didn't know if it was like so silent, like you could hear your own thoughts. It was you know, it was still. still. It was so still. It mm -hmm. was so still. But those those guys were chatting it up. I'll tell you that much. You're like, shut up. No. <laughs> Yep. We're trying to be <laughs> spiritual in here. Um, <laughs> thank you, Anne Marie Morales and UFO Mark for the donations. We appreciate that. Just want to give them a quick shout well, out. Thank you, guys. Um, so the pyramids, like it would make sense that the pyramid's not decorated inside if it's a technology. Right. And I was listening. I, I don't even know what I listen to anymore. Like stuff just pops up and then you, you're kind of drawn to listen to it sometimes. And it was this guy explaining how uh, the pyramid system on Earth is actually <clears throat> so Mother Earth could receive <coughs> downloads just like we do. And that's how <coughs> she's she's ascending. Are you okay? I got a yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently she's, okay. well, she is. She's ascending with us, mm -hmm. but she's also healing and receiving downloads at the same time. And the pyramid grid is how that's being done. So mm, that makes sense. Um, like we can't, we can't ascend without each other. Essentially, right. it's all happening together. So if the pyramid system wasn't there, the ascension wouldn't be happening. Is what this guy was saying. Um, Ooh, interesting. Yeah, and, interesting. and yeah, he said like the, the technology. Like there's obviously multiple purposes for it, but that was one of the main reasons um, was to allow Mother Earth to receive downloads. Yeah interesting yeah so so i was i was telling aaron i was struck by how how different it was to be in the pyramid compared to some oh, some pyramids were actual tombs you could tell like the step pyramid and stuff it it has like no oh, one of the other one of the other pyramids um 
Dendera, I think. Um, it, it had a lot of design and decorations in it, like beautiful, beautiful works in it that were all, you know, trying to get the, this king to the afterlife, right? And, and it had all these designs everywhere. It, it was stunning. The, it was shocking to go into the Great Pyramid and it'd be like, there was nothing. There was nothing. It was just blank. I mean, it was beautiful and it was stunning and everything, but it didn't feel like the other tombs felt that were, that were you know, honoring these, these kings, right? And it, like, it did not feel like that at all. It felt very strange. And then I was telling, um, I had, well, I had this experience at um, one of the sites, um, Karnak, the temple of Karnak in Luxor. Oh. We were taken there and um, they, have, they have the um, obelisks, right? Standing up. Well, there was a, there was a earthquake in 1800s there and one of them broke. And so they have the top of the obelisk about this much of it in another area in Karnak, right by the, the lake there. And, uh, and this obelisk is, is laying on its side and it's being held up by, you know, something, I don't know, but, but it's, it's there at, at eye level. Mm -hmm. And uh, our guide is so, is so funny and so amazing. He, uh, he was like, so it's all gated off. You're not supposed to touch it. And he's like, <laughs> he like moves the gate and he's like, don't worry, don't worry. And he like, he's like, I need one of you. And he grabs me and he pulls me to the obelisk and he says, you stand right here and put your ear right here. And then he, and then he goes to the tip of the obelisk and he's like, hits it with his hand, bang. And it was so, it was the most beautiful, clear sound I've ever heard. It was like, like a beautiful tuning fork wow. and and none of the other people who didn't have their ear next to it could hear it but you could tell that it was meant to go down down the obelisk right and then um so that was that was like five days or a week before we get to the great pyramid and we get to the great pyramid and i'm like what if this is just a giant obelisk? Yeah, like, that's exactly right? what I was just thinking. So that the tip is up above the ground and it amplifies you all your props. So we have my props. Yeah. I didn't bring these. These were yeah. here. She's a prop comic and this is the spiritual bro. So, the tip of the obelisk. So yeah, that's what it was like. It was like, I was in there and I was like, oh my God, this is just the tip. It's like, <laughs> of the iceberg, the pyramid of the obelisk, right? And what if the rest is buried down into the ground and uh, and it's like a giant tuning fork, right? Oh, Ooh. oh, wow. So you're saying that's literally the tip of the obelisk and the rest of it continues. On. I'm saying that thought like, like went yeah, into my no, head immediately. It was like, though. here's some information and I have no idea if it's true. I don't know, could be like, I was just like, well, I was just struck by that feeling that feel because I was the only one who got to hear that. And then when I was in the pyramid, I was like, this feels like that. This feels so much like that. Like, that's what this is for. And like, a like just what you were talking about, yeah, kind of attuning makes, the earth. And so having these all over the earth. It makes perfect sense. And like what we found out about what, what Michael Tellinger discovered about all the, the cones all over Egypt. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you, I've, I've talked about it before, but he, he quit picking them up. He just, he found so many of them, but he didn't know what they were used for until he realized that each one um, 
is a is beautiful. It's like an instrument. Each one vibrates at a different frequency and puts on oh. a different tone. And the uh, the structures in in Southern Africa that they, they were calling like cattle herds or whatever they didn't know what they were. They're super ancient, and they had no rhyme or reason to the, each one was a different shape. Well, he realized that they built the structure, the shape, you know, the um, what's the word I'm looking for? Schematics? Not mm -hmm. schematics. Uh, cymatics? The cymatics. cymatics. Yeah, the cymatics. sound shape. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. So the 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 shape of the actual um, cymatics, like the, the shape of that actual frequency, um, is how they what they built the structure. Whoa, how they built yeah. the structure. That's amazing. Yeah. So and then around there, he found all these cones, and some of them are like this size, some of them are bigger. And he, for years, he didn't know what they were until he started, until like he hit two of them together and they just kept ringing. And then he started testing all of them. So there was some sound technology that they were very tapped into. Mm -hmm. And that's basically how they built everything. It was no, it wasn't random. Like they were building the actual pattern that like. And they were building them on like ley lines, mm -hmm. you know, specific spots too, probably. Well, I know some of them, some of these ancient sites, right? These these wonders of the world were, were built on on the earth's own ley lines. What do you do you think those were as well? It could be. I don't know. I actually have the book right over there. Um <coughs> bless you. thank you. Bless you. Thank you. Um, all I know is that it's it's insane that they were able to so with the earth basically with the earth the frequency that the earth was resonating at that spot is the shape that they built their structure oh. of that sound wave. Interesting. Yeah. So do you think it was meant to send earth's energy up or to send yeah, that, something down that changed the energy of the earth to that? I don't know. I do dun, know dun, that dun, I didn't do, dun, I dun. totally, <laughs> I know I totally butchered that explanation, but you guys get what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, oh, I just we? think yeah. it's wonderful to think of like the all these things around the earth used as tools to to change the frequency or mm -hmm. or to send send out frequency either in, in it or around it. And and you can't help but think that when you're in these these ancient sites. Yes, there's some temples that just look that they look like they were meant to harness sun, they were meant to harness energy, they were meant to to for for all these rituals and everything but the but the actual pyramids they feel like that they really do feel like tools like machines like mm -hmm. something like that well, so it would make sense like what did how many pyramids are on the planet what's his name dr osmanovich or whatever he mm -hmm. uh, it's some insane amount of number of pyramids like yeah we have no idea that that many pyramids actually exist right they're so they're still so buried yeah right and mm -hmm. some of them are just like they don't necessarily look like a pyramid like what you would classify as a pyramid but they still but they basically fall into are that still, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah and it would only make sense that they were serving some type of purpose like that and these just aren't random yeah they're on every right. con they're on every yeah. continent every I, single one i didn't get the tomb vibe at all i didn't get the tomb vibe no, that's not a, at all. It that's didn't... that's part of the Illuminati anti-life programming. Yeah. yeah, it was it was not that. It didn't feel like that at all. So so there's something big going on there, and they're still discovering all these different chambers in it and everything. And we got to go into one um, that was it was like so you go up to go to the king's chamber and the queen's chamber, and then we were able to go down into this other crypt area. 
And when I said you had to taco for the, for the King's chamber, you had to like almost crawl on your belly to go into this crypt. It was so crazy. And it was, it was so like deep down, man, it was hard to climb back up. And, uh, and like I scraped my back all up on the, on the, like, like crawling through this tunnel and everything. I think I'm, I, I really need to do yoga. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not flexible at all. And everybody else was totally fine. I'm like, you guys didn't scrape yourself. No, what well, are you talking about? But yeah. Don't they say like 90% of Egypt is like unexcavated? Like there's like yeah. so much yeah. of it under the So sand, much. So, yeah. They were excavating while we were there. They were excavating sites while we were, while we were there. I mean, they're constantly working on it and, and the sand is constantly yeah. coming. Right. So everything is, everything is covered in sand all the time. When you go to the shops, which we are only allowed to go to like once or twice. Everything is covered in sand, like really? like every like it's gritty. Everything is they're constantly working against the elements there. Yeah, yeah. It's, good. it's one of the if not the hardest thing to excavate. Yeah, yeah, and so they're always it's always just fighting. They're fighting it the whole way. Yeah, yeah. So it it it's truly amazing, truly amazing. And what was cool about the so remember how I said there were, I was told to bring 16 offerings. Mm -hmm. So by the end, I didn't have anything. I didn't have anything left. So we used them all. And, um, and what was crazy was in almost every site, the guide mentioned the number 16. And oh, a couple wow. of my fellow tour, tourists like me, I had mentioned to them, you know, I was like, oh, I was told to bring 16 things. And so they had the number 16 in their head. And sometimes when I was goofing off, not listening or whatever they'd be like hey did you hear he just mentioned the number 16 i'd be like what crazy like crazy all the time the number 16 was mentioned and i still don't fully know why i still don't fully know why but i just know i had enough enough gifts for for every place i went and enough yeah it was it was it was everything everything is equal there too so so everything has like eight sides or 16 sides or 12 or something like that. It, yeah, it well, was, it was truly amazing. It's all, yeah. I mean, we learned that in elementary school, everything's mathematically aligned. I mean, everything is just precise. Right. I realize mm. I'm not giving you any new information. No, you are. No, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> Shut yeah. up, Tyler. Yeah, come on, Allison. Let me talk. You learned this in third, in third grade. Yeah. 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 Damn it. <laughs> No, when I was young, I was I was obsessed with Egypt in elementary school, and I was like the only one who even cared about it. Everyone else is like doing whatever, and they were. I think Mari Povich was like hosting some live uncovering of some tomb or something on TV, and, uh, and I was so excited about it. I was a kid, you know, and I my teacher let me record it on VHS and bring it in and play it for the class the next day uh, because that was the subject we were talking about, but. Uh, what I was telling my point was what I was telling you earlier. Um, I I became I was so fascinated with it, but I realize now that I indoctrinated myself with all these mainstream right. this mainstream history of Egypt. So I like grew up like fascinated with a lie, yeah. <laughs> basically. Yeah. I, and then it, that was really hard for me because now I'm like, well, shit, what did happen? You know, what actually did happen there? I I was like remembering facts and this and that. I'm like. And as I went through my awakening, I'm like, that's impossible work. None of that happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's hard yeah. to read any of the. It really is hard to read any of those books about Egypt because mm -hmm. they feel like it's it's just half 
half truth, if even mm. that, you know, and, um, I, can I tell you guys really quick, my, uh, my past life regression where I was in Egypt. Yes. Yeah. That's why you're here. Okay. So <laughs> this is, this is my regression. So I was the client. This is a couple of years ago. I did this and, um, and I think it was with, uh, a hypnos hypno what do we do? A hypnotherapist named Monica Dunn. <laughs> Monica do do? Dunn. Uh, I went to her because she was awesome. She was near me and we had the same last name. My, my, my maiden name's Dunn. Anyway, uh, so Monica Dunn, wonderful woman. And she gave me this hypno, um, whatever we do. She gave me, <laughs> she, it's so hard to speak. She gave me this hypnosis session and, um, and I was, uh, I was this, this big, this big buff man. I'm usually a, a man a lot. And, um, I'm usually a dude. What can I say? <laughs> anyway, and <laughs> I'm not in this life. And, uh, anyway, so I was just, I was this pretty, pretty buff man. And I was, um, I, w I had a skirt on though, but it was a leather skirt. It was like a warrior skirt. Oh, okay. And I was, cause you walk up the body. Right. And I just felt like, I was like, Oh God, his muscles are like huge, you know, like, <laughs> like huge muscles. Right. And I'm, and I'm carrying this staff and it's, um, it's this wooden staff and it wasn't like it, the staff has power coming through it, but it's not, it's not my power it's power from, from, um, something else. It comes from above, but I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out right away. I'm just like, I, I don't control this. Like I'm a, I'm a guardian of it. And I, and I guard this, this pyramid and I'm just one of a few guards. And when I wasn't at the pyramid, I was staying at this, I don't know, it's almost like the ancient version of a hostel, right? Mm. I'm staying there and everything. I don't have a family. This is my whole life is guarding this pyramid. And when you get, when she took me to the pyramid, it was like all these lines and lines of people would wait to get into this pyramid and the pyramid, the same energy that was moving through the staff was moving through the pyramid, right? It would enter the top of the pyramid and the staff was to, to, um, it was kind of like the, the, the tester to see if someone could get in. So the staff that I would carry would actually say if that person could get in or not into the pyramid. And and like um, your vaccine ID card. It was something like that. Yeah. Not at all. It wasn't <laughs> like that at all. <laughs> anyway, so it was like it was like, is this person a match for this energy where they could get healing? And it felt very like I I I felt um, powerful, but I also felt terrible because I couldn't override the 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 staff. I couldn't say no, no, you you should go in. And so it'd be like you know, all these sick people and people who need, needed this healing, um, at the, at this sacred site, right. They needed this, but they couldn't all get in. And so it felt very kind of like, oh man, I wish everybody could come in and it would, it would literally block people if it, if they, if they weren't a match and it would, it would like shoot out at them and hurt them if they, if they tried to get by it. Really? So if they got into the pyramid, they could get all this healing. They could get access to this energy that was floating down from the top. Right. And, um, and then, then like later when we advance through, through the life that the beings who controlled the energy, who would actually send it down, it was a group of beings. We found out they actually took it away. They took the energy away. So now the, now the pyramid, that pyramid shape 
wasn't being used for what it was meant to be used for anymore. It wasn't being used to hold this energy and allow people to get healing from it anymore. And I was like, it's like people were, were screwed. They there was utter chaos. They were, they were just freaking out all the people in that area who came, who came, cause there was no like internet. It wasn't like you know, Twitter, where you can be like, oh, shit, they took the, they took the energy away. No, people were like on a pilgrimage to this, to this site, right? For, for years, they would, they would try to find a way to come here. And so when they found out that the energy wasn't there anymore, that the, that the beings, the ETs took it away, there, there was just, I mean, just a riot. There was just mass chaos. So I was like, see you. No. (laughs) That's actually, it's, making me think so this was a past life you think correct well you're gonna be like but there's no past no so, no, no I'm so not don't get caught up in the past oh well, yeah yeah, yeah it, was no past. it was a life it was a life right it was yeah, a life it was a life <laughs> but maybe this is something similar <laughs> it was God a life damn tyler don't try to catch me up I, okay, that, that's so not what i was trying distance. to do Yes. That's not what I was trying to do. I was, I'm trying to connect some dots here. Yes. So it felt think, ancient. You think that this is what happened. This is possibly what happened to our pyramids, um, like where they hijacked. So they can know, like they were deactivated, right? They was deactivated. Yeah. 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 So maybe that was, maybe you were taken to that past life to help to show you what happened so yeah they they actually so they explained to me because you know we go we go to the next level in these in these sessions and we get to the higher self and monica was like why did you why did you show her that life and they they didn't talk too much about the you know the history of the site and why they why why it was important um to know more about it but they just said they said that the reason why i I'm here now and able to access certain energy and be, be this person that I am today is because I wanted so badly to help people. And I was so frustrated with not being able to help as many people as I could and not being like, cause it wasn't up to me. It wasn't my choice. Right. And so I, I put myself in this life so that I could help as many people as possible and, and give them access to information and energy. Right. So so, but, but now that I'm a couple of years beyond that and like having gone to, gone to this site and stuff, I'm like, oh man, it, it definitely makes me like, I, I don't have that indoctr- indoctrination yeah. to the, mm-hmm. to the, you know, the, uh, the, whatever, the story about Egypt. I yeah. don't have that. It's like my mind yeah. is so open to what it could be. That's why that thought that, oh, it might be buried all the, like, it, it might still go down. You I, know? Like, I like that theory. I, I do too. Um, I got really quick just because Elise Brown said, waiting for Tyler to see the ridiculous comments. So <laughs> I don't even I don't even know what's going on oh, in the man. chat, but uh, I'm gonna have to go back and read it. Uh, oh my god. What well, did they say? Are they talking about your tan? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Are they? Yeah, I'm, I'm cooked Tyler. right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, there's a there's a poster of the St. Louis Arch that shows it's like the tip of a hanger and the rest of the hanger is on the ground. It's a joke. Oh, yeah. Oh, but nice. like, 
it makes me it makes me wonder like it still like symbolizes that something is under something under is buried something and yeah like ancient aliens did an episode they claim that the arch is like a, a portal or it's like an actual mm. gateway yeah it yeah. wasn't just randomly like wasn't just randomly chosen mm. nope. and like at certain times i guess if you go underneath of it um you disappear i have no idea but it wouldn't be to me if that was the case it wouldn't be on ground level it would be like well think about okay yeah, yeah. think ahead. about think about the sphinx right they had to they had to excavate they had to get way all they saw at the beginning was the head you want me right? to go get my sphinx I have do you have a sphinx yeah. right yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway i mean i mean you're, uh, the audience can probably see it right yeah, I know, let me describe it to you it's like this then they had to unbury it down to here right and so show the chest and the paws and everything well just think how much of the pyramid may be just buried right yeah 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 that's like, very well it could be like that you don't know <laughs> i don't know who's gonna tell me it's not well somebody probably in egypt like we're gonna have to yeah dig it out yeah 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 get just, some dogs in there yeah bring tyler's dogs <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah my shadow yes. we'll just sit back with some drinks and watch them yeah yep. you miss a spot uh, yeah <laughs> Now I forgot what I was like going to say, it, damn it. Sucker. Oh, there's... took the words out of your mouth. No. No, but no. yeah. Go ahead. So, so if this is just one site in one location and there's like thousands, maybe, maybe a million pyramids built, it's like, man, imagine what type of energy they held or what type of vibration they were you being used to amplify. And then if we all, you know, if we, if we tried to go to these sites that we're being called to and try to help heal them just with our thoughts, with our intent, what, what we could do to the earth, mm -hmm. you know, and, and healing her and bringing these sites back. Cause that's what the site was. It was a miraculous healing, healing site, whether that energy was there or not. I don't, I really don't think that matters anymore. It's our energy. Yeah. It's our energy. You know, yeah. what, you know, what's interesting is I was in Mexico for the December 21st uh, solstice. That is fascinating. And um, which it was prior to that people were saying was the true end of the Mayan calendar. Yeah. Well, I was at the uh, Chichen Itza on that day for that for the that, uh, solstice. That would have been mm -hmm. amazing. But it wasn't. It wasn't. It was. <laughs> but the energy there. No, I was so surprised and, and disappointed at the same time um, at the energy. It was so not like what you're describing Egypt was like. It was mm -hmm. very chaotic. Um, feel like there's some healing that still needs to be done there. Did it feel chaotic because of all the people that were it sent could there? Have, it could have. Yeah. It was, but what I noticed was one thing I noticed when I got to Mexico, which you guys have heard me say this before, was you couldn't find a chemtrail if you wanted. Uh -huh. Like they were nowhere. That's amazing. But the only time I seen them on the entire trip was on that day directly above that site. Ooh. And there was the, the chemtrail X right above, like yeah. like right above the pyramid. It was like it, it's almost like blocking. almost like they knew that that was a, an energetic event that day, mm -hmm. and they were trying to They're disrupt, trying to it. disrupt yeah. it. Yeah, of course. No, I uh, Egypt was the same way. There were no there were no chemtrails, not nowhere to be seen and we even did like a balloon ride so i can like oh, i was even you? further into the yeah. sky yeah oh, it was awesome. amazing and it would have felt i think it also would have felt chaotic if if the tourism industry had been had been at its peak like in years past right oh, okay sure but we were there we were there without many people there at all 
And so it felt very, very beautiful and serene. Like we were, we were a part of something sacred. It really mm-hmm. felt like that. So I, I mean, I, I feel for you. It was probably, yeah. well, probably had to do. It with had that. to do because it, it was packed for one. And people don't, not many people aren't going there for the same reasons that we go, you know, they're just like, oh, they want to take a selfie with the pyramid and that's, yeah. they're, they're happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, I didn't take any selfies. You know? You. <laughs> <laughs> totally did. <laughs> but it's so big, you can't yeah. see it. Like if my head's in the way, there's no way to get it. Uh, so it's wasted, wasted. But yeah, so what was really interesting um, and I've had this experience before, but not it not as strong as this because I've done international travel before to to Eastern countries, and the the feeling wasn't as strong as this. But this time, the feeling was so overwhelming that once I got out of the United States, it was like whew, I could breathe. It was it was there was something about it where there's like this net, you know, this energetic net of information or. Um, you know, it was like this, this net that blocks you mm-hmm. over the United States. That's what controls you, controls your thinking and every, everything, all the media, everything that's out there, it controls you so much. And even though, even though I, I try not to go on the news, I try not to read any news. I try not to, you know, be on social media or anything every once in a while I do but also everybody around me is on that stuff. So, so it's always there. And as soon as I left for Egypt, it was like, oh my God, none of the rhetoric, none of the, none of the story was there anymore. You get, you, you can, you can focus and you can breathe and you can think for yourself very clearly. And that was so obvious. It was so Mm -hmm. there. It was such a, oh, it was such a break. Yeah. from everything that's oh you got to care about this and you got to care about that all the shit that's been happening right yep and it was it was a much needed vacation from that i much needed i actually feel the same way about mexico or certain parts of it it's not like mm-hmm. I, my friend who was born and raised there in cancun uh, he moved here um, when he was 18 or whatever he tells me all the time he's like man he goes it's poison here He's like, I don't know how to describe it. He's like, it's it's poison. He goes, and then when he'll, he'll go, he's in Mexico now. He'll go spend a couple of months and he has like aches and pains and allergies. When he goes there, they're gone. Yeah. When he comes back here, he like, he said he feels like he just like this weight. And it does. Just, it feels like a weight. Yeah. Just being in the States, like in general. And, and he just like, I don't know how to describe it because um, you grew up here. So you're used to it, but mm-hmm. it's, this isn't how it's supposed to feel. Right. He's always just trying to make sense of the feeling here. And the only word he can come up with is poison. Yeah, uh, it's a brilliant mm-hmm. word. And the weight, the weight, it feels like a pressure, yeah. like a, a pressure system that's constantly weighing you down and you can't get your head above it. You you don't even realize that you, I mean, I know a lot of us are aware that it's there, this net is there, but it's not until you completely get out of it that you're like, oh, that's how much it was affecting me. Mm-hmm. That's how much mm-hmm. it was like, holding me down because like i said i i don't listen to a lot of this stuff but it, but it's always around it's it's like all the wi-fi sin- signals all of this it's it's constantly it's this web that kind of and so getting away from that sailing up the nile oh mm, it was yeah, it was truly a break truly a break and i didn't ha- i didn't have like internet service or anything like the whole, that uh, for a lot of the time so i couldn't get a hold of people 
And as much as I wanted to, because I wanted to send them big pictures of my head in front of the, <laughs> front of the sphinx. Here's me licking the sphinx. No, uh, I couldn't. I couldn't. So I just had to be, I had to just be. And that was so, oh God, it was so lovely. So lovely to completely disconnect and just be and, um, and not have all that junk, all the junk yeah. that we're inundated with anywhere around. Well, another example, yeah. um, I was in Hawaii for a conference and I had somebody work on my lower back because I've had issues forever. Mm -hmm. And I actually cried after the session because I, I felt like I was walking around with a new set of legs. Like I, I, oh, the pain God. was gone. And I was walking around with like my jaw on the floor. I was like, I called my dad. I was like, I'm healed. I was so oh. happy. And the rest of the trip, I was on cloud nine. It was, it was amazing. I was like, I can't believe I never in a million years where I thought my back problem was going to go away. I came home. And it was still fine. But, and then that next Monday morning, I was driving to work and mid drive, the pain came back. I wasn't doing anything but driving. And it was like, I was just like entering myself back into the matrix. Like I was yeah. like, that, I felt like that's why it came back is because oh, yeah. like I still had the 3D job, the 3D lifestyle. Like I got a taste of what it could be like. Yeah. It, it For no reason at all that I can come up with, it came back oh. just in the middle of my drive on the way to work. And I feel like that um, it was just trying to show me like you're on the wrong path. I feel, yeah. I feel like once you get, you're aligned, your body aligns, you know? But it's really interesting, your friends, your friends, um, you know, his testament, like when he leaves, it's gone, mm -hmm. you know, when he's here, it comes back. And, and it would be interesting to see if you like left again, right? Cause you're, you're in pain all the time still, right? Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see if you left again, if the pain would, would go away yeah. you know you're away from your job you're still you're still in america you're still mm -hmm. in this you know 3d net that's all over america yeah and sometimes when we go to these sites or or to the to these faraway lo locales that stuff heals right skynet that's what that's called skynet, yeah. skynet. well that just elon musk <laughs> just tweeted today yeah. that they've they've reached their goal of like 69,000 some odd number of satellites for Starlink now mm -hmm. that have been launched. So we have almost 70,000 satellites now gridding the planet on top of what was there before all of this. Just Starlink. Yeah, just, yeah. just Starlink. On top of everything. Else. And he said, um, and th that he said that was a key number, which that makes me want to go back and look at the exact number that he posted because it was a random number. I wonder if it adds up to something or if there's like some numerology meaning behind right. it. I'm sure. But he said, it was, he said something about that number being of strategic importance and why they had to reach that number. Really? I have to go back and read that now because I want to I want to dig that'll be that fascinating yeah. to, to go down the rabbit hole with. Yeah. 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 Interesting. But now, that's that's the grid you're talking about. I mean it, yeah. And so so if they put it around the globe, then you know it's around like it's around enough of America and all these other Western, Western, you know, countries and everything. But now it's going to be interlocking around the whole globe, right? So, so they're trying to make it so there's no escape. There's no escape from from the matrix, right? There's no escape from from the 3D net that's everywhere. But we know how powerful humans are. That's why so we're here. We can pop up above it, you know, and yeah. escape it. I think. Well, I think that's what we're meant to do. That leads me to my next question. So, if I'm sure, I know you just did a. <laughs> You can quit making fun of me anytime. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> no. Uh, I will never. I know you just did the uh, interview with Alicia Brache, uh, Cosmic Gateway, and you yeah. guys were talking about the new earth and all this stuff. 
Uh, is there anything that's been coming through recently in your sessions about um, where we're going and what we're what's happening to the planet that you haven't shared yet? Or you know, I, I was actually talking to Aaron about this earlier, how there's all this information that's come through in the last three or four months about the electromagnetic system of the human and how there's upgrades coming and how how for for certain people who are connected to their electromagnetic system and they have it all operating and they're paying attention to it and they're feeding that they can actually pull in all of this new information that's like a complete overhaul and i don't know it's like i was telling him i was like i i kept getting these pieces in these random sessions and they would say the same thing they would talk they would say we need humans to get in touch with their electromagnetic system and start start strengthening it and then they would give some some little piece of thing that was different than the other piece of thing and they were adding to it and i have to go back and get all of that information and gather it because it's something it's a theme that's running through for the last four months that they keep telling my clients to do and it it you know they'll you know the heart has that electromagnetic right radius and system right and mm -hmm. it's a big toroidal field right around you and it was something something to do with that but magnified and and we're supposed to get in touch with it and then certain ones of us are supposed to hold a certain higher frequency we're pulling in something new it ha it's anyway it I can't even it's it, not so simple anymore it's not so simple <laughs> we're leveling it's like up, yeah. yeah we're leveling up there are certain people who are leveling up and when these oh, oh god there are certain clients who who were receiving these upgrades like in in the sessions and they would like these are remote sessions right so i'm not in the room with them but you could feel them <laughs> like really? they're they're like they can't even wow. speak they're like completely like um going through spasms and everything and uh you just have to let them they would talk but they'd be like oh we're doing this uh, this is happening right now and it, it was so crazy and uh, i mentioned before i'm not too much of a feeler um i can if i want to and i certainly try to get in that mode for for work and um when my clients were going through this i'm, I'm sitting there and i'm crying I'm actually crying, um, and I'm I'm not a huge crier, uh, and it 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 was so it was so powerful. I could feel the energy of what was happening to them. It was it was hitting me, and they would be you know thousands of miles away, and it was so big, so big. And um, the certain clients didn't want me to share their sessions, so I can, that's all I can really say about it. Wow. It was like it, it was like these people are getting these upgrades, and they're able to access when they do. They're able to access every life and every fractal of them, right? So, so we're, whether whether we're in the past or the future, future or past, or or mm. just living all these lives concurrently they get to access all of them at the same time they get to access every dimension that they're in at the same time every every star family that they're a part of at the same time it's like it, it's like accessing your akashic records but but now for now like the akashic records right they when you think of them you think of that, that being the records of your past but this is like all happening now and so all these people are like one word that i've heard described is the monad the monad the monad yeah look it up it's crazy it's like this this higher 
being that you are that has every fractal of you and it's an intelligence and it's the monad the one right and you can access the one so it's like accessing everything so so this is an upgrade that's happening to people on earth right now it's accessing this monad that they are it, it seems to me that like you would have to be ready like at a place in your life to where you're actually ready because that i mean if you're able to tap into all that information at once and you're not healed um i don't think you would know what to do with it oh no this yeah you so, you have to be ready these are people who have who are so ready yeah so ready they're mm. like they they've done all the healing they've done you know they're just so living this huge high vibration life. They're trying to heal as much as possible. These are people who are in that flow constantly, constantly getting information, constantly like sending the information out. They're just in that beautiful zone of constantly being in that organic flow and accessing their higher self and everything. And then they get leveled up. It It's that's crazy not to make anybody feel you know guilty or bad about their life because <laughs> no, no god no i know i'm joking but it's uh whenever i find it sometimes overwhelming um when i think about like how much i need a change in my life to really get to a place like that right um and that's you know that's anxiety and we have to like pull ourselves out of that and just like one step at a time and then do that the next step presents itself but it's just, um, it's amazing that there's people at that level because we need everybody. We, we need everybody. Get, yeah. We need everybody. We need all levels yeah. too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I'm constantly being shown what I need to work on. Like, ooh, yeah. that needs a little help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that box of Krispy Kreme. There... <laughs> that was one of the sacred sites that needed healing yeah. here in St. Louis. <laughs> and I went there, I was called there and I was like, oh, there's a Krispy Kreme here on the uh... sacred site. And so I had to help them yeah. out by healing the donuts. Oh my God. And then they gave, me, they gave us another box for, get, a dollar. for a dollar. Extra. Yeah. They gave us a dozen donuts for a dollar. And Aaron's like, yes. In my head, I, I was like, no. In my in my hands, I was like, yes. <laughs> give, me, give, give, me me, give me more. Yeah. yeah, there's a box. So you arrive. You arrive home and there's yeah. an yeah, empty, just empty dozen two. of donuts box and then another fresh dozen on the counter and an empty pizza box. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I, where, where I was like, Tyler's gonna think we were. Were you two health nuts? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so much healing needed to happen. No, you know, <laughs> you know we. That's that's a good point to bring up because what I found um, going through my awakening is we take it so seriously that you know we we talk about the religions and stuff and everybody's like exiting their religions and leaving their religions because they make you feel guilty about living your life a certain way yeah. mm -hmm. well that's no different in this awakening community sometimes there's the, the same thing can happen and right. it's like legalism mm -hmm. almost where it's yeah. like if you don't live exactly this way you're yeah you're not living right so yeah, it, yeah so it's important to bring up like you know, we can't just like live, like feel bad about everything we're doing because, oh no, I won't be high vibe if I have a donut. Well, or, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I love a world with donuts in it. Now, if you're every single day eating yeah. a right. dozen donuts or something, then it's something you need to um, look at. But what I realized was that like, I was, I was becoming that way at first. Mm -hmm. I was taking yeah. dogmatic. Yeah. Dogmatic. Yeah. yeah. I was like, word, oh, yeah. I can't do this. What'd you say before we were going to name this 
sex, drugs, rock and roll, and kale. Oh, you were <laughs> and kale. Yeah. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, and kale. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I was here to do that stuff. <laughs> uh, I take advantage of Earth. <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. it. That's it. That's what um, uh, Peter Slattery. Peter Slattery, yeah. He said that, like, we've done the 5D before we came here like we came here, here for, for the, the human experience, human experience. Uh, and whatever that looks like obviously you know we don't want to just live in the matrix but poisoning yeah. yourself or <laughs> right uh living in a way that's not serving you yeah. or others so what but yeah it does it also doesn't mean being dogmatic and legalistic and and uh being yourself up trying to be this perfect you know specimen right. yeah yeah so because that's not what it's about it's not about being perfect it's about living from the heart and and from love really yeah. Yeah. it's about and i bless those that... damn donuts i was like i love you i love you i love you and, uh, and then yeah. so i know they'll turn into these beautiful we bless them know, yeah it's okay we, we bless the, the donuts yeah. Yes. yeah everybody's craving donuts right now they're so yeah. good right yeah, they're donuts. so good i love them jelly. no but it's actually really important to bring up because we people do um you know and we get criticized also for living a certain way by other people who are um going through their awakening and we mm -hmm. have to we have to remember, you know, it's not about pointing fingers and judging people because why do you keep laughing at me? <laughs> because because the thing has a delay. Of, oh, you're watching that. You're, you're I was watching, watching that yourself. for a second. I was like, what is happening down there? Whatever. I was watching fine. Aaron laugh and then it made me laugh. And then... All right, let's just close it. No, yeah, let's close it. That's distracting. Um, How do you do the show when there's so much going on? That's a good question. Uh, anyway, you get the point. You can get I can I tell you something though that's in, that's important? It's that balance, right? Yeah. So so like for me, I'm in complete control of my thoughts. Like that's something that I learned to do in in the beginning of my awakening. That's actually what started me on this awakening path. Was my thoughts were so terrible there were terrible terrible thoughts about doing mean things to to mean people and uh I, you know because that's what i fed i fed that stuff through movies through media through music all this stuff and so naturally i was a byproduct of that and um i knew i couldn't be that person anymore i just couldn't i couldn't function anymore as that version of myself so i had to clean myself up and that's where i came across like eckhart tolle's work um this is years and years and years ago and it completely changed my life. And I started controlling my thoughts um, uh, through through concerted effort, right? So that if I had a judgmental thought, I would I would just not attach to it and I'd let it flow, let it go and never follow it up, never, never spiral out of control. So any anxiety, any depression I had at the time completely went away because I started controlling my thoughts and being more present, right? What happens though is as soon as I change what I'm eating or I, or I start, um, start ingesting more junk, whether that's in the form of media, in the form of music, in the form of print, anything, or in the form of food, if I, if I adjust my diet too much, I can't control my thoughts and I'll start getting anxiety and I'll be like, what is this? <laughs> Why can I, what, why am I feeling yeah. this way? Mm, and it takes me a couple minutes and I'm like, oh, I, this is what I used to live like. This is anxiety. I'm not being present right now. So I'm so like just here all the time, just present. And I know, don't worry about things. And uh, anytime that, so it's so foreign to me now. So anytime that comes back, I'll trace it. I'll do like a little audit trail and find out that I've been 
eating too much shit or <laughs> watching too much crap. Too like blinders. I was talking about Peaky Blinders today. I love Peaky oh, yeah, Blinders. Yeah, yeah. I can't watch it because I just want to drink whiskey too much and smoke too much and hurt people, right? Because that's what they do on that <laughs> show. That's my jam, right? Oh, and I can't, I was like, that's all me. I can't feed that anymore. So I can't binge. What I can't do is binge. And we are such a society of bingers. And so, so having an exception to every rule is important, but then not binging is hugely important. We're so, we no, just binge everything. No self-control. Right. It's, a, it's like so many people just have no, like you said, have no self-control or discipline and they get, go crazy on whatever, you know. Well, it's yeah. they get addicted to or whatever. This sim it's simply put, just self-aware. Yes. Yeah. And once you once you're self-aware self of like everything you do, even your thoughts, um, you can change your life. Exactly. You your life. Yeah. Because yeah. you start observing, okay, like why am I acting like this? And why cultivating self self-love yeah. too, because when you don't value yourself, then you you know you do things like that too. But it, and so truly, it's, it's shocking it's how much junk affects your thoughts. Like, so mm -hmm. like I said, like just, so, so eating that box of donuts didn't affect some, <laughs> I did. I ate a whole box of donuts, <laughs> but we, we, both, ate, we, we ate a whole did. box of donuts. Yes. I couldn't do that tomorrow. I can't do it the next day. Cause then, then I can, won't be able to control my thoughts and I'll start worrying and I'll start like spiraling out of control. That's how quick it happens when you can't control your thoughts. So, so like if anybody is on that path of trying to control their thoughts or wondering why they should clean up what they're ingesting, it creates a whole new world when you do. Everything mm -hmm. in my life changed from just being able to control my thoughts. You become the next version of yourself. It is so powerful, so powerful. I love that. I love that. Seriously, <laughs> it's the key to navigating through these times right now. There's no other way that you're going to do it because everywhere you turn is a distraction, poison, um, everything with the yeah. air, every, the water. So you got to just take care of yourself. And then once you take care of yourself, you're helping everyone around you, actually. Um, yep. This is why I can't I can't smoke weed. <laughs> I, can't, I can't smoke weed because I can't I can't control my thoughts. And that that makes me go crazy. Cause I can't feel out of control. I can't do it. I want to, I want to so, smoke weed. <laughs> maybe I later. can't though. Maybe later. I know, I All want right, to. We're, we're going to smoke weed later. Oh yeah, I'm going to have uh, to bless you. I love you. I so, love you. Yeah, people. bless the weed first. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Let's try that you're experiment. one of those people. Yeah. I love, hey, at least you're spreading love. Right, and you yeah. did that with your alcohol, right? One time yeah. in, in Mexico, you go to Mexico a lot, I think, but what? <laughs> well, I don't know what's which story you made it Well, you you were like had been had been not drinking for a while, right? Yeah. And then you you got a drink. Oh, I were, yeah, I blessed it. Blessed it, and I just set the intention, and I was grateful for the fact that I was able to enjoy it and on the beach and whatever. And uh, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, and it, it didn't. It, it doesn't. Didn't it doesn't you. affect you like that. Yeah. Um, which is something that you. I never even it never even occurred to me that I hadn't thought about blessing my food and water been that alcohol mm -hmm. um and then and then you can go one step further and brew your own alcohol and bless it the entire time and set the intention for that alcohol yeah and there you go. that is and then you can drink it um like on a full moon or something like yeah. you can actually mm -hmm. do like a ceremony with it yeah and it, it you can still get that feeling and what it are your plans tonight you want to do hey. an alcohol yeah. sir? We're gonna alcohol, sir. 
I'm down. Let's um, do it. Let's do it. Let's we do gotta brew, we gotta brew it first, though. Yeah. People, um, real people have been asking questions, so I'm gonna um, go to some of these questions. But really quick, for the guys who weren't here at the beginning, uh, the Great Family of Light Gathering in Sedona, July 23rd through the 25th. Uh, they're having a flash sale this weekend. Tickets are only $222. Aaron and I will be speaking there. Uh, there's um, Kate Awakening, Alara of Sirius, Jason Alexis. Uh, they're, they're the ones who are pulling this off. It's going to be a lot of fun. I know there's a lot more names I'm missing, but uh, it's going to be a really good time. So for today, maybe tomorrow, tickets are $100 cheaper. If you want to grab them, we'll have that link below afterwards. And I'm going to try and find, if you guys have any questions, um, you don't mind taking a couple questions, do you? Not at all. Only if I know the answers. I um, don't want any. Well, somebody, <laughs> somebody just, I'm, I'm trying to find it. Um, oh, thoughts on, thoughts on, uh, just the disclosure right now. Is disclosure happening? It was something, something generic, but yeah, disclosure is happening every day. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that's constantly happening. And I feel like it's just, just getting more and more and more. And I was, I think you guys are playing such a huge role in that too. You know, people like you who are getting such amazing guests on here, barring present company, but like guests who have been through so much, <laughs> right? This is just sure, a chat. Yeah. But like not disclosure, right? Like people who are actually, you know, mm -hmm. saying stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you're see, look, look, you, look at you're inspiring people. We got yeah, burgers, donuts, and emojis. I love yeah. burger. I love burrito. Like, um, I gotta bless some beans. That's what I need to start doing because I love beans. And uh, they, they did not love beans. me back. Yeah. Like, damn it. They're calling it uh they're calling it a solar flash sale. Yes. <laughs> nice. <Yeah>. Perfect. Um, <laughs> no, but the I don't yes. I think it's becoming every day, every year we go through this disclosure, this awakening. Um it's becoming more and more apparent that this is not just going to happen like one big event. No, yeah. it's going to be a slow, long, drawn out process. Um, and it's going to happen differently for everybody. It's all comes down to the individual, I think. Yeah. Well, look how long it's disclosure has been happening. Yeah. It's been happening for, for it's happening. It's been it's happening, happening for so long already. So yes, it's already been long and drawn out, but how much longer do you think it'll go on for me personally? I, I think it's, ramping up something something huge is yeah start I, coming out I, I definitely agree i think we're gonna get like some bigger events that are really gonna be catalysts for some change yeah i don't know what they're gonna look like um we we always say we can kind of feel something but right now we're seeing something play we're out seeing if it, you're yeah. paying attention and reading between the lines right now in the political arena this ufo disclosure um things are not standard procedure they are not as they seem there's a reason everything's being covered up right now and swept under the rug. And uh, it's because this stuff is surfacing. It can't hide any longer. So yeah. um, I'm just waiting. I'm waiting. Yeah, for something. And that, seems, that is like, sorry, it's like on every level though, um, things are ramping up like energy energies like are through the roof, like this human residence. Yeah. Um, even that way. Yeah. Like the UFO sightings are through the roof like more yes. than they've ever been it's insane uh people having dreams and downloads and and stuff like that um and then you got the you got the government saying hey we're gonna come out with this disclosure, even though that's the bs disclosure well they did come out with that report the preliminary yeah. report's nine pages long and it's a big nothing yeah, yeah but still they're they're yeah, doing that and like the media's not constantly talking about ufos now and like 
what are they? You know, that's soft disclosure, right? Yeah, but it's a but it's like on every level, there's like things are just like ramping up Mm -hmm. to like towards you know, even if it's like on that BS level where it's they're trying to make it this partial. It's it's becoming it's it's becoming commonplace to where uh, you won't get laughed at if you're talking about UFOs. Yeah, it's opening doors still, no matter even if it's on that level. But Um, it's crazy. It's like everything's like coming to a head right now. You can feel it, right? mm on every level well Um, yeah and i think dreams like you touched on dreams are one of the most fascinating you know things to to kind of watch and um mm -hmm. there isn't a really good area to do that except for kind of in the comment sections and some of some people's videos and and but i i read all the comments i hardly ever reply because i'm you know, I don't, I don't do that. That's, an endless, <laughs> that's a vicious cycle. That's an endless cycle. Oh, it never oh, ends, yeah. Geez, yeah. yeah. So, so, but the comments are amazing because a lot of people take the time to write out the dreams that they've had, that the recurring dreams or the dreams that they had 20 years ago about what we're talking about today, or what was in like certain hypnosis sessions that I posted. Mm-hmm. Those are fascinating. That to me is a huge litmus test to kind of check and see where we're at in the shift and uh and the dreams about spaceships the dreams about um people helping out the dreams about people people witnessing other people lining up to go into spaceships the dreams about being calm when this was all happening or or wondering why all these people were calm when this was happening or i played this role and i you know i ushered people into the ship like they are endless people are dreaming about this stuff over and over and over again over again and and i had a dream the other night i don't i don't think i told you about it um, I talked about talked about it with Alicia um, briefly in her her show. Um, it was my first ever spaceship dream, and I mm. had it the other night. And um, really, and yeah, it, it was it was cool. We me and a group of people, um, we were it was nighttime, and we were kind of leaving a city. It seemed like we were we were traveling, we were going somewhere on, on foot. And this and it was me. It was present day me. Uh, it felt like it. You know, it wasn't like some other version it wasn't sure it wasn't the manly it version <laughs> it wasn't the manly version it wasn't of the, the stud version you still had the skirt on but you were you know. <laughs> still yeah, yeah. Yeah. i don't wear a skirt as a lady only as a man anyway yeah. <laughs> so, so this huge flying saucer it looked like a saucer went went was going so fast and it was going at an angle and it looked like it was just it was going so fast and at such an angle it looked like it was going to impact the earth and it didn't i didn't hear it impact i just assumed it did and then when we when we and i remember telling alicia this and i was like it impacted the earth and after i said that i realized it didn't it didn't it like went so fast and it was going down over our head so at such an angle that i just assumed at that speed it would impact but we never felt it nothing like that and a bunch of us went back to look at you know the ship and and uh, we we didn't we didn't feel scared. It didn't feel like oh let's get out of here. The ship the ship has landed. You know like it wasn't like that. You know um, we were like oh that's cool. Like let's go check it out. And when we got there at the ship, <laughs> you got all these cool rocks laying around. So when we got at the ship, um, I was struck by this feeling like oh they're just like us. They're us, but not not earthly humans, but humanoid, like, yeah, and I, yeah, humans, yeah, and, and so I, I remember being like, 
I'm not, I'm not worried. I'm not scared in any way, shape or form. They're just like us. And that's right when I woke up and I was like, oh, wow. shit, I need to know more about that dream. And wow. it was after Alicia had just posted something on Instagram saying, has anybody had a dream about the solar flash or the event or, or this or that? And I was like, I've never had, like, I've never really had dreams like that. Um, usually I'm partying hard. <laughs> <laughs> I always had a party. It's always a party. A dream, you're always at a party. I'm always at a party at it in dreams. Like, really? It's a house party, but there's something going on Really? In each, yeah, that's where they take place. They take sometimes the house party is at a beach, sometimes it's in the forest. Anyway, it's always a party. It's always a party in my world. <laughs> and so, so this was a very different yeah. dream because it wasn't a party. We were hiking. Like, what? I'm hiking at night? What's <laughs> happening? Anyway, so it was a very, very odd dream for me and very real, very powerful. Well, I think the ETs, um, probably are mostly human uh, that especially right. especially like the infiltrators and the government and stuff like like there's been allegedly photographs of them standing next to trump and like other people and like mm -hmm. this one was a pleiadian commander and uh and whatever i forgot what it was but mm -hmm. uh we wouldn't even know they wouldn't even look anything a lot well, right. yeah a lot look exactly like us or they can manipulate a lot i've heard they they, they will look exactly like us except they'll be like one like their eyes will be slightly bigger yeah or the teeth will be a little bit different or they'll have like yeah. a couple little slightly different things like that but that but or, look, look at humans though we're all like, slightly different and yeah. there's so many versions of a human yeah to hear so i feel like visiting another planet would just be like going and visiting but other than country. that they're like this yeah, this, yeah. i think i think it would not, be like visiting another country as far as like it yeah would just be like it'd be like another race yeah, of exactly. humans that's the only yeah so you know, I get that benefit of doing these sessions like five days a week and talking to a different like alien species at least like three days a week. And they they come in, they truly come in all shapes and sizes. Yeah, you I believe your, that. Your jelly, yeah. your humans that have jellyfish legs. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, you have all your. And you have the grays, you obviously, have and grays. different. Grays, you have the T, the type that actually look like T Rex. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, there's, and there's feline beings, there's they, dogs, there's everything, dog beings, everything, there's lion beings, there's. Yeah, reptilians, obviously, but they can change the, the same the thing that comes forth in all of these sessions is that when they arrive on different planets through whatever means through portals or through spaceships when they arrive on different planets they can change their appearance mm -hmm. all the time that that's what they're able to do they're these higher dimensional beings that can do that with just the thought right yeah mm -hmm. and then and then yeah. that's where it gets tricky because i've actually experienced this um you have to look out for the the false the false light the false like you can have a being coming to you presenting themselves as a positive benevolent entity and they might not they might actually be a reptilian or something mm -hmm. so this is where it gets tricky you can't just like if you have negative like, girls have been doing yeah. that for years man you go to a bar you're like this could be <laughs> this yeah. is the false light yeah, yeah it's the false light. <laughs> this is the false light he's he's not what he says he is i know <laughs> That's actually that's a good. good analogy. Yeah, I mean, it is. Actually, it's like going is really to a bar, bad. man. You're like, Ugh. so yeah. You get this surface version of somebody, um, but do, who is it really? And that's right. where discernment comes in. Mm -hmm. Are you going to go for that feeling of lust? You're so excited to have the experience. You're just going to like believe everything this person says. Or are you going to really like step back within yourself? I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. like use discernment. 
Yeah, and feel it. Yeah. Use your, use your spidey really senses. Feel. How does this really feel? Right? Or, or just even ask, like, if you're conscious enough to ask, like, are you of the light? Apparently, they they can't lie, and mm, they will like, have to show themselves, or they'll just leave. Damn it. Mm. So. My 20s would have been totally different. I'm not, I talking about, been. I'm not talking about you. Man. Damn it. Oh, I no. mean, if you get like, visit it. Are you of the light? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I believe you. Yeah. yeah. I'm kidding. I'm you kidding. going home with that guy? Oh, he said he's of the light. He said he's of the light. light. I asked him. So. Bud light? I don't know. Yeah. Of course <laughs> light. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> kind of light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, you're, probably, you're the best kind of spiritual teacher uh, because it, it, it seems tell me more. No, tell me more. no <laughs> if you're not doing it with laughter, you know, laughter is like the the key to all. Oh this. yeah, oh, oh it's so. so huge. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not saying that you're a spiritual teacher, but just um, just being able. To, <laughs> I'm not I, saying you're spiritual. You know what I mean. <laughs> Are you of the light? I am. Watch her shift right there. Yeah, I am. The light. She's a reptilian. Uh, Take me home. <laughs> no, but you, you know what I'm getting at? As far as the laughter, being able to do this. Um, I know times when we were out at Yuseti in the ranch and, and the Skywatch, uh, when we were all laughing, having a good time, is when, like, the most when activity. so many yes. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. Or, you know, there would be very true. tons of people out there and be a little activity. And, like, when it gets down to the small core group of people who are like still able to not fall asleep in a chair yeah uh, and, we're we're freeze, all, freeze and you're just all laughing and stuff um it just seems like mm -hmm. when you're having a good time they they come they like that they, they yeah it's yeah. the energy they they're exactly that's it do you guys do they can you smoke giggle bush in at you said he no oh you can't <laughs> no, okay no. i know you can't drink but no, I don't, no, no drugs I don't smoke at all the weed, no. so no drugs allowed. No, yeah. but I mean the energy there alone you don't need makes it. you feel buzzed. Right yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I think laughter is huge, and I I I actually talked to Aaron about this like a couple weeks ago, talking about how I stopped cussing for a while, right? How that worked out? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> what I found out was so that I was sad. Well. I was sad, and that's why I wasn't cussing. I was going through something, and I was processing mm. it, and I was. I wasn't myself and I was like damn it every time I'm happy I cuss yeah. and, and so so uh because sometimes I get really happy and I can't control my language and anyway so so that's what it was I was processing something and I, I was like oh I should probably not cuss anymore do, 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 do. Um, anyway <laughs> so so you know being being like I think it's really important to you know be your genuine self as much as possible and yeah. and oh and check in when you're not like I was being my genuine self I just uh was you know people going yeah. through something yeah people resonate with that more than they do somebody who can is clearly like trying to present themselves as this like pristine person and you know I'm, that does no wrong some, yeah. I, I sometimes i try to control my language because i'm like people can't hand people people judge it the same way they do junk food right it's yeah. like mm -hmm. well you can't be spiritual if you're if you, you speak like shit and i'm like and what yeah i'm well, not fucking spiritual shut the fuck up anyway yeah. <laughs> you know what's i'm, <laughs> I'm kidding I'm it's not that fuck. extreme i'm spiritual as fuck <laughs> you know it's, no. you know what's a good point to bring up about that though is everybody's so, so somebody might have to do all that stuff and like change their diet and get to that level they might have to make a lot of changes where others come here naturally gifted in certain areas yeah yeah so 
like totally. they can drink and smoke and do whatever they want and like seemingly be a terrible person but they automatically have this gift for some reason yeah everybody's different so you can't look at somebody else and like try and mimic what they're doing to achieve what you're wanting because it's not going to work it's different for everybody right just like a diet a workout whatever yep yep absolutely i think that's super important to to not judge other people for that oh, of course i was just judging people for judging me sorry yeah. about that <laughs> judging for judging. i was explaining Listen, that there, i've been judged there's no way to do anything right if you go i mean yeah there's always somebody in the comments that has some that has a problem with something that one of us said you know yeah. oh yeah it's never ending uh i just said you know i try to live there's no shame everyone. in my game there yeah. never is i got no shame no shame. No shame in what was in the garbage when you walked in. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Donuts. All the all the fruit veggies were still in the fridge, so we had meaten those. We were doing. Yeah. Well, the, the watermelon. <laughs> yeah, throw me off. Yeah, the watermelon. The watermelon we, that's we had like a lot of... the donut of the fruit world. The <laughs> donut of the fruit world. Oh my god, so good. Um, I've seen a few people ask which um they've asked about is trump coming back is mr t coming back i know we're, we're just competing with his speech tonight live so mm. his rally <laughs> uh i hope we didn't steal too many of his sorry viewers sorry guys i'm sure <laughs> sorry, trump. you know i'm sure there's um, a million or so watching no, her yeah i just don't think that um he necessarily went anywhere um yeah as, as far as you know what it looks like in the public eye it doesn't even matter no. Uh, there's there's stuff going on behind the scenes um they want well, i think the military's still in control yeah. and he was like i like we've talked about like he was recruited by the alliance which yeah. is the good guys in the military to just be president so now he, it's like but you realize the president is doesn't have the power we exactly think they do they're kind of just like a puppet anyway and it's really the people back well what did um what did the military what did daryl james say whenever we asked him about trump he said he said that He's not really doing all that much. He's just he's, he's there a to stay, He's there to stay out of the military's way. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, and and we need somebody who's who like him that is putting that power, giving us hope. I mean, it's nice to have somebody there, yeah. but it's even more important to have somebody there who's staying out of their way. Um, but all all that we're happening, all that's happening right now is a show. Like I don't believe show. anything yeah. that we're seeing is real. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I mean, I don't think some of these people are even people. They're clones, deep fake. I mean, we're not seeing what we're seeing on a public on the on the public stage is 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 a clown show. Don't I mean, I'm sure I'm sure other people do this too, but anytime I hear anything or read anything or I'm told anything that other people have, have other people are regurgitating, I automatically think the opposite. That's what I do. That's that's how I stay sane. I'm like, boop. Let yeah. me switch that. Everything I hear, that's everything I hear. Good rule of thumb. That's a good. Yeah. You can yeah. yeah. That if you want. Oh yeah. no, I already no, I already do that too. Like, <laughs> I mean, anything I hear in the mainstream media, I just yeah, I'm like, just, all right, I'm gonna flip that, and that's probably the truth. The way closer to the truth. Yeah. And that, and almost every single time, I find out. You know, when you do your own research, you find out. Like, yep, yeah. That's the exact opposite of you know what they're um, saying. So. Tiffany said he ha he stands tall and has the balls too. Actually, it's true. You need somebody with a backbone in there to take the hits. You mm -hmm. can't have some spineless guy up there. Who, you know, people get angry with the, the mean tweets and all that stuff back whenever he was in office. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you need somebody up there who's just going to say what he thinks and can take the hits for us. Uh, it was, you have to have somebody like that. So, and it's not about like he's our savior or anything. Like, yeah, him coming back would be great, but I think it's already happening regardless. 
I think maybe if he gets back in an office in the public eye that it would actually maybe speed things up a little bit because now, now they're not constantly fighting the, the deep state, you know? Yeah. Uh, mm. I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know. He was already a catalyst before. And I think a different one is needed now. A different catalyst is needed now. Yeah. Yeah. So he was the catalyst we needed right when he entered office. Mm-hmm. The, the, he was used to wake a lot of people up and to get them on board with things not being exactly what they seem. And that, that was really huge. But I don't think that's the same catalyst that we need right now. It's something different. No. I, it's something bigger. But I don't think he ever left. Don't get me wrong. There's, I, I but like, there's like, okay, there's all levels of us going through this awakening. So there, there are still people... Um, who are aware of the corruption, but they're not spiritually um, aware. Awake at yeah, all. Awake, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, there, there, there's those people that actually need Trump, need somebody like Trump. They still need that external mm-hmm. savior that somebody else who's going to like make them feel safe. And there's, and, and I'm not putting- Or I'm do saying, they, right? Aren't those the people who kind of need to not feel safe for a little while so that that is the catalyst that maybe wakes them up spiritually? Well, that, I think that's what happened with Biden getting in that's office. That's why right? that happened. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's everybody what, had to like check themselves. Like, that's okay, what we like, were like. Yeah. Uh, that's actually, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And I'm not saying I'm spiritually awake or better than anybody because we're, it's a process every single day. It is. And I- It's a slog. I, I'm- consciously trying not to put myself above anyone and uh it's something we have to remind ourselves of because we were all there at one time i find myself like looking at somebody like well, why are you like that how do you not see it but i'm like well i was that same exact yeah. person 10 well, it comes down to not not giving your power away whether even if it's trump like you, people were still giving their power away to trump as like you said like a savior like, or q even yeah. or q or whatever mm-hmm. or like anything ex- anything external anything outside of you because really it's all about us yeah. And like we are the ones we've been waiting for, so it's it's about coming back to what kind of world, what what do you want to create? Yeah, exactly. How do you want to live, and and then do it, and like empower, like you're the one with the power, mm-hmm. and taking your sovereignty back. Really. I truly feel like there's hope for everybody out there. You know, uh, personally, I was such a toad, you know, in my <laughs> yeah. in my thinking and in my you know energy and what I was just for so many years and if if someone like me could wake up um i i truly have faith in all of humanity because of that because of that because of the the huge shift that took place internally with me and i think that i think that was important for for me personally to to go so dark before I went light that was that was part of my path so that so that I do have hope for everybody and yeah. it's like oh man man, I, I truly think that there's a catalyst out there for every single person. Yeah, and, and it's so true. And there's nothing wrong happening right now. No, I, and wrong. you know, I could say the same thing, like the person I used to be, I was so atheist, it was sickening, you mm-hmm. know? Like I was getting ready to make a shirt that said, God, a character from a book, <laughs> and just oh, put wow. it, and just wear it, because I, I, I really didn't believe in God that much. Wow. And. I thought it was like me and my buddies all thought it would have been hilarious. But I look back on that version of me. Yeah. I look back on that version of me and uh, I just can't, even, I don't recognize that. Person. Cran- like sometimes yeah. I cringe, yeah. but I try not to judge too. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's funny because you guys were on the opposite end. And I was the, the super Christian religious 
but in that stuck in the dogma of that but I had the spiritual foundation at least on that and I yeah I got rid of the dogma when I had my awakening and I kept I knew I had connected with God the divine whatever you want to call it yeah whereas you kind of like found that with your awakening whereas yeah that would have been that's a big shift man yeah well there's that and and what this you said it what this has uh (laughs) Tyler was an edgelord what this has has taught us is that um there's hope for everybody because even people who i thought were just never going to change them i'm seeing them starting to ask questions even come to me and i'm noticing like the most unsuspecting people are going through something right now yeah yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. so that's why i think it's so important that everybody like everybody in your chat everybody who listens to this it's so important to you know listen to people and and share your story with them as well because you never know what a person what you're going to say that's going to wake somebody up or the seed that's going to be planted and i i just think that we all have such a responsibility here to to share and to to remain clean and remain awake and remain and 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 get our messages out there and help each other that's Mm -hmm. what we're here to do we're help each other you know instead of like judging and competing with each other just like help each other man exactly i still i can't i I think we talked we all talked about this on alicia's show like i can't nobody in my family i can't talk to this stuff about this stuff with any single person in my family uh in my immediate family Mm -hmm. um my cousins i can and stuff but but i need other people other people to to spread their messages so that it'll affect my family because they won't get it from me and you talked about that you know, with some of your family members, they won't mm-hmm. get it from you. And it's yes, like, we yes. need each other. We absolutely need each other. Some of, some of um, the people in the chat, maybe, maybe their family was awakened with something I said, or with something you guys said. Yeah. And it's like, we, I need them. You know, yeah. I need you guys. I need everybody who's listening to this. Just please start sharing your, your messages, your, your healing, your abilities, your stories, anything. So that, so that, you know, members in my family won't commit suicide if they get if they get too stressed out or they get too down you give them hope by your stories and that's why we need each other we truly need each other yeah keep talking keep spreading this help stuff. help each other is why we incarnated yep thank you <clears throat> thank you amy yeah uh, true right there i well that we i think what show did we did i say the worst thing you could do to somebody is put them in solitary confinement mm-hmm. um I mean, you go crazy. That's how that's just a perfect With test. Zero connection. It yeah. shows how much yeah. we need each other, or you know. And that's what they were trying to do with this whole social distancing and closing the parks mm-hmm. and like uh, covering up the face. Mass, even yeah. they wanted us like to not be connected because it's healing. Mm-hmm. It's healing, yeah, you know, it truly is. Truly is healing. We need each other. My family needs you guys. Your family may need me, and it's important to share this stuff. Yeah. That's uh, very very true um any last things that you wanted to uh share before we start wrapping this up suck it tyler no <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm not done all right. with it all no, I'm, just saying, I'm just kidding uh not at all just um please if it, well i would caution anybody 
who listens to my work or listens to anybody else's work not to pay attention to timelines, please. I can never say it enough. I can't say it enough. I need to have it tattooed somewhere on my face. But don't listen to timelines. Um, but please pay attention to what's actually going on and get hope from that, that there is disclosure going on, that, that there are things being uncovered all the time, that these dreams are indicating that people are, are that they're preparing people for these occasions. This stuff is happening. Um, it's happening. <laughs> and, it's, and, uh, and, and please don't, don't get yourself stuck to a certain time i never do i i never believe in time frames i just don't I, I, that's that's not how i how i operate and i'm not saying you have to be like me but it will give you some sort of peace if you just you know pay attention to everything else um other than that thank you guys for having me on the show and for uh feeding me lots of donuts and <laughs> don't blame that on me. making me have to take no, my, wear my thanksgiving pants yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, i'm still I'm still getting settled in. I just, I just flew in today. That's right. That was Aaron. I haven't even. uh, I'll take take the blame on that. I haven't even gotten settled in yet. I don't even have my luggage yet. It's with my sister. Yeah, I know. I had to give you a toothbrush. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was like, God, you gotta brush your teeth before we do this. um, Yeah. We need JT. (laughs) Look at this, Aaron. We need JT T-shirts that have Aaron in the lotus position ascending. Yes. Well, yes, I would. Yes. I need that. We could do that. Just, I'm, I'm down. Let's just, do that. Just screenshot this right now and put it on a t-shirt. That's what it'll look like. Yeah. It's ascending. Yeah. You can yeah. go ahead and play. Speaking of, yeah, yeah, there you, you guys Perfect. can get 15% off of all of our Teespring merch with promo code CGI Joe. Uh, don't forget to use that. <laughs> like I ordered a shirt for myself and I forgot to use it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, damn, I forgot. I oh my God, that's what I did with the BQH. Like, so I have a promo code yeah. for anybody who wants to take BQH. And I was like, shoot, I haven't really, I should go take another class. Da, da, da. I forgot to use my own promo code. <laughs> I paid full price. Use yeah, promo nice. codes, everybody. Exactly. Um, <laughs> guys, the Omnia Radiation Balancer. You guys know what that is. Uh, the patch you put on your phone, any radiating device. Um, we're getting ready to have Tim Sanders back on um, to talk about some new developments in the technology. We've been getting some flack from some people who are calling bullshit on this product, wanting to see the science. Uh, people um, go to the website. Go to the, go it's to the all website. Over the website. You, can, you can email them yourself. Talk to them yourself. But it, but but the problem that they're having with is like this is like a free energy technology, so it takes mm-hmm. a, a spiritual understanding. It's an open mind and a yeah to to actually more, be able yeah. to like accept some of this stuff. So I understand like if uh, like an indoctrinated scientist comes on and like mm-hmm. tries to debunk it, but um, I, all I could say is try it for yourself. And, it, and if you don't, you know, I don't know what else to say. But anyway, you can get 10% off with promo code TRUTH in all yeah. caps. Uh, that link will be below. I'll put all these links below. And then um, Hopewell Farm CBD, promo code Journey to Truth 10 gets you 10% off. And um, this stuff is amazing. Uh, it's, it, it's really, really great is. stuff. Yeah. I, I have nothing bad to say about this. I've, uh, it, it's it's the best yeah cbd like you want to try I mean, some i i'm gonna have to bless the shit out of that <laughs> <laughs> no but that's 
CBD and not THC. It's, there's no right? THC, yeah. There is a well, little. Well, there's, there's a little. Bit. Bit. And especially to have some spaceship dreams tonight. <laughs> especially <laughs> being the, uh, <laughs> the 1500 milligram, which is uh, I brought it down to the beach That's with me. Strong. And I took stuff. two full droppers of it. I'm just on the beach, you know, and like I was, I felt like I was just like. High. It felt like an an edible. Like I was, just like, <laughs> yes. I was just like stuck in the lo the lounge chair and I couldn't move. <laughs> That's what happens to me. I can't nice. smoke yeah. weed because I I will not move. Yeah. That other box of donuts would be gone, <laughs> and I will have anxiety spinning out of control. I I will I got suicidal. Yeah. Like, oh, the last no. time I was like, wow, really? you need to die. No. Immediately, you scum. And what? I was like, oh Whoa. my God. And this is, yeah, I can't. Yeah. All right. like, no weed for, no for no me, weed. man. I got to live. I got things to do and people to see and parties to attend. Parties um, to attend in your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> One last time, guys, get your ticket for the Great Family of Light gathering at familyoflight.info. They're having a flash sale this weekend for. Uh, basically $100 off the ticket, $220, get you a weekend pass, come hang out with us. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I think that's it. We'll go ahead and wrap it up. Um, we'll be back Thursday night with another episode. It's going to be a lot of fun. We uh, won't disclose that guest just yet. Ooh, it's going to be, oh, it's going to be, it's going to be a good one. So um, other than that, have a great night, everybody. Thank you so much for the donations. Thanks to all the mods who are sharing the links. Um, I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. Bye, everybody. Thank you guys. So Bye, guys. Thank you. We love you all. Now it's going to take you. me a minute to even end this thing. So we're just going to look like idiots. Ah. <laughs> <laughs>